Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome into a BYU Media Day 2022 recap. Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte, we are sitting in a cozy BYU broadcasting studio. Just wrapped up two hours of exclusive interviews that will air on Cougar Sports Saturday throughout the summer as we get ready for BYU football. Let's go back to the beginning of the day, though, first. What were some of the big takeaways from that first hour of the state of the program, Mitch? I think one of the big things is that Yes, the Big 12 Conference is so exciting. And I've said numerous times on Cougar Sports Saturday, I find myself overlooking 2022. But Kalani Satake is definitely not taking that approach. And to the point where he's even telling us, show some respect to the seniors. You know, show some respect to these guys that have laid it on the line. Uh, give them a proper farewell as well. And And this team has so much that they can accomplish from... A wins perspective. You're talking three straight years finishing in the top 25. A lot is in front of them, and they got a great schedule again. So I thought that was a significant piece. What about for you? I think the two newsy things that stuck out to me was, and we touched on this on your podcast, but Tom Omo, I think, slipped the number of conference games the Big 12 will be playing starting next season, which is nine. And he was like, I don't even think he knows. He's like, some years we'll have four home, some years we'll have five. It's like, hello. No one, this wasn't nailed down. And then the other thing for me was, and I thought it was really noteworthy that Tom Homo came out swinging against NIL and the transfer portal. Not that they don't embrace them, because they do. But it's just gotten out of control. At one point, I think it was asked, has it gotten out of hand? And Tom Homo was like, yes, because it has gotten out of hand. And, you know, he just wants there to be some rules. Like BYU, I think, has made it clear throughout the past year that they embrace NIL, but they want NIL to be exactly what I think BYU is using it for, which is let's reward these guys for their production on the field. It's, you know, It's not necessarily a recruiting tool. And Ed Lamb even told me, like, some players in recruiting conversations have said, like, hey, this is what I'm being offered. Would you offer it? And he's like, that's not what we do. That's not what, you know, BYU is not just uh, for the time being. Like, if they have to, if that's what it's going to be, then maybe they change down the road, Mitch. But as of right now, they want NAL to be what we've seen with the built bar. And, and you see players in videos where they're uh, doing NAL, I think, the way that it should be, not. Here's a Lambo. We're you know we need 13 million to recruit with at a high school. No, so I just thought it was really interesting that Tom Homo, you know, from my observation, was kind of begging and pleading for some 
some rules around these things. You just reminded me that I forgot to ask all the players who's got the nicest car on the team <laughs> because in honor of B.J. Rob- Robinson uh, from Texas getting the Lambo, I mean, who's got the nicest whip? Is, is Jaron rolling around in some... Uh, well, I'm trying to think. What would be a nice car these days? Model. It, well, he's got a kid too, so he'd have a Tesla Model X. There you go, Tesla yeah. Model X. But can't have a, you can't have a Lambo when you're <laughs> when you got a family. That would be something else. Can you imagine that going to fall camp practice and Jaron just rolls out his shades? He's got a Lambo. That would be kind of sick. Honestly, I'd love to see that. Uh, but I, I think the NAL conversation it is a bit out of control to the point where. Uh, you know, I think the, the top-end schools, and I say top-end, I'm thinking of the Bamas, the uh, Texases, the top brands, maybe not top teams, Alabama definitely is, but uh, they're treating it out of control with the NIL collectives. I think BYU, uh, who knows, they might have an NIL collective. Tom Homel told me as much back in June at the Big 12 spring meetings that they could have that very soon. But it, I think they would do it more so just to keep up. To stay in the game. Because that's than, what the game has become. Yep. If government doesn't step in, well, you better get an NIL collective. And BYU has shown that they're willing to do whatever it takes within the means of the bylaws of the sport. They want to put their teams in a position to have success. I thought it was noteworthy um, talking to coaches and players. Just the comfort level, I think, with Jaron Hall and all the returning talent, I just think has put BYU in a really unique position to succeed this year now. They gotta stay healthy, they gotta they gotta do all those things, but I got a sense from talking with Jaron Hall and, and a lot of these players that Jaron Hall is he's the right leader for this group. You can tell that he has embraced being the face of the program. He's leading them uh, in the right direction. And if you're a BYU fan, I just think you have to be stoked out of your mind for twenty twenty two because if things go their way and look, it's football. Guys can get hurt Bounces can not go your way, and then you're looking at eight and four. But there's no cap to what this team can do, being led by Jaron Hall with all that returning talent. Yeah, and he's a fifth year junior too. I mean, he, he has the opportunity if he wanted to come back next year, but he's been there every step of the way with Aaron Roderick, and I think that just lends itself to having such a strong comfort level because we forget sometimes A Rod is the quarterback coach, and uh, what a what a a nice perk to have your A-Rod, to have a QB that since the day you joined Kalani's staff, this guy's been in the room and seen how you coach, what you expect. He's seen NFL QBs come from this place, and he seems like he's going to be the next one in line. And to hear some of the players talk about how he operates in the player-ran practices, they'll get work in at least two days a week. Um, you know, he's got to juggle being a dad. He's got to juggle being a husband. He's also going out to California to work with John Beck. He's working with Dustin Smith. He's doing it all. I don't think there's going to be any question about, hmm, did, did this all get to Jaron's head and, and he didn't put in the work? No, he's, he's putting in a ton of work just like we heard back in 2020 with Zach Wilson. It's along those same lines, and I think that lends itself too to the fact that Jaron's due for another big season in 2022. Let's wrap up with just a few uh, interesting tidbits we've gathered throughout the day. I'll, I'll start. Uh, Isaac Rex ahead of schedule, but fall camp is going to be day by day with him. So uh, Coach Clark made it an emphasis to say, hey, he's leaned out a little bit, looks great in 7-on-7, seven seven, but that's not football, and that's not recovering with that big injury, so we'll have to keep an eye on Isaac Rex. Uh, Chaz IU, Ed Lamb mentioned that he's uh, put on some weight, so probably gearing up to play a linebacker, a line, uh, linebacker role. I thought Kevin Clune's commentary on the linebackers 
which you'll hear later on Cougar Sports Saturday, was some weeks we'll probably need all four, being Thule, Wilgar, Peely, Bywater, to play a bunch. Other weeks, maybe not. So it's going to just be kind of a week-to-week thing with how they get the best 11 on the field. Man, I just we don't have enough time to discuss all the tidbits, which is why I'm plugging Cougar Sports Saturday so much, because we'll make sure it's all laid out there on, on our show throughout the next, what, Six weeks before yeah. fall camp. Yeah, Keenan Ellis, or excuse me, uh, uh, Isaiah Heron, too, uh, medically retiring. Uh, that's a newsworthy item, which brings the total of cornerbacks to three that have medically retired. Keenan Ellis, Shimon Willis, and Isaiah Heron. With that being said, though, Ed Lamb did mention they feel better than ever about yeah. putting these other guys who are around on an island. Yeah. So There's more speed, definitely, for sure. And I think that speed naturally lends itself to... Being able to handle man-to-man press a little bit more, but uh, that's an, uh, a personnel loss. Uh, Keanu Saliapaga not probably going to be part of the team. Uh, I also don't be surprised if you see some additional names added. Elias Tuiaki mentioned earlier today down at the tables that uh, they will not be opposed to adding more personnel, and that goes for the entire team. And just oddly enough, there's another cornerback uh, that'll be visiting this weekend. Juco Lysa didn't get into that because NCAA rules and whatnot, but. You can read between the lines. Uh, that's what he was referring to, and I wouldn't be surprised at the offense. Maybe if it meant, if it was right, they could add someone. They did that with Enoch Nawahine, and Harvey Younger loved him. He's like, we got to get this kid. And, and he said he got rave reviews from Gary Anderson's staff about Enoch, uh, about what he could be. And I thought, man, that's pretty noteworthy. High praise uh, for a guy that kind of just, you know, obscure uh, addition, but down the road, he could be a valuable addition. But BYU knows who their core guys are. I think that's one thing that I take away from this uh, media day is that the pieces are in place. You heard A-Rod say Chris Brooks needed that first crack to be the first RB to replace Tyler Algeo. They know who their starters are. There's not much questions. There's not a position battle on not the much. offensive side of the football. It's settled. And I think defensively, too, I think Elisa Tuiaki has a and, – and, and Ed Lamb, too – have a pretty good idea where they they lean. If if USF was this Saturday, I think they'd be pretty comfortable with their starting lineup. I think they pretty much know who they're going to go with, and just maybe fall camp will be kind of the cross and the T, dot in the I situation to kind of formalize it. Like, yeah, these guys took the, did the work necessary to be starters. They're ready to go come fall. That'll do it for Mitch Harper, Matt Biamonte. Shout outs to our producer uh, Dallin Graff. He did great work on the social. Kyle Ireland as well. So. It's been a lot of coverage. You can find it all on kslsports.com and listen to the the show as we air some of these interviews throughout the rest of the summer. Cougar Sports Saturday over on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com 
or wherever you get your podcasts.